Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about making home and life modifications for longevity. That's a great topic. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you're here today. We've got an exciting topic. We're going to be talking about making home and life modifications to help with longevity. Make sure we we mm. we, we make it to the end. We, yeah. we span the distance. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about that. But before we jump into that, we're just going to send out a friendly reminder to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter and get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to your email inbox every week. And um, it's a great way for us to stay in touch with you and uh, for you to stay in touch with us. Uh, So with today's topic, we're talking about making home and life modifications. (laughs) Now, I think a lot of people might say, well, what does that mean? Right, I know. What is home and life modifications? Yeah. Uh, you know, so, right off the top, lot, but let's, yeah. let's talk <laughs> let's about what your ideas on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so things that will keep us independent uh, and keep us, f- will help prevent falls, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So those those little things we can do around our homes and outside of our homes in our everyday life. Um, we'll start with, like I said, fall uh, prevention. And if you watch my workouts... Fall and trip hazards, big no-nos, right? Um, So looking at our flooring, we'll start with the flooring. Um, What type of floor do we have and how do we walk still? How do we get around? Mm -hmm. Um, Those beautiful area rugs that we love to have because they add color to spaces, um, things like that, are not always the best if we have walkers or we're using a cane. Um, or we're shuffling our feet, where if we're doing that, we should use a walker, but a lot of times we don't. Um, so that's a fall hazard. That's a trip hazard. Um, so maybe thinking about getting rid of those area rugs um, in the big parts of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's hard. <laughs> that's a hard way for me to start, right? Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. Or when you have that nice plush carpeting down, um, not always the best thing to have. Once again, if you've got assistive devices of any kind or you're shuffling your feet, um, not picking them up like you used to, um, getting hardwoods installed. I like to say hardwoods over tile because tile, yes, is good, but it's a lot harder if you were to have a fall over hardwood. Um, I know hardwood is not preferable in every part of the country, though, but um, getting a flooring that you can move along easily, again, without any fall or trip hazards around. And with flooring, goes into opening up the space. So in your space, fall and trip hazards can just be the fact that you have to navigate around a coffee table and then around a side table with a lamp and a lamp over here and then a place that we hold our shoes over here and a trash can here and all of the things that we like to put in our house, right? Um, Open up your space so you can get around much easier. And I I do like to also bring into if you were to fall, there's not as much that you would hit if you did fall. Um, So making sure your furniture is um, 
maybe a little more sparse than it used to be, but um, no glass tables and things like that. We don't need that as we age anymore either. Right, right. <laughs> so flooring, um, opening up the space, um, very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as always, we like to kind of draw on the experiences that you've had in working with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, clients and stuff. Have you ever noticed that? Did they ever talk mm-hmm. about the challenges that they've had, whether it be in their in their homes, in their yes. apartments, in their assisted <laughs> living facilities that kept them from, you know, uh, maybe exercising at home or make you know they didn't right. really have a lot of modifications that allowed them to live well, the way that they should be living. Yeah, you know, in independent kind of living, it was t- difficult because they were allowed to keep their homes basically however they wanted. Um, once you get to assisted, it was no, you couldn't put throw rugs down or anything. There were, there were more, um, restrictions, I guess. But independent living, they could have whatever they wanted until something happened, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And the OT or PT would go in and say, occupational therapist or physical therapist would go in and say, you tripped on that rug. We have to get rid of that rug. Mm-hmm. Um, and you fell into that, side table with that really sharp corner that's gotta go um it's unfortunate but sometimes that's what it takes for people to make those home and life modifications something happens to them Mm -hmm. um, or the person they're with in that space and they go wow we really do need to change this area if you have animals i'm not going to say get rid of the pet but you have to be extra mindful of where they are at at all times. Mm-hmm. Cats and dogs run across your feet. Their toys are in the middle of the floor. You have to make sure um, that they're not around. So things like that. Um, but yes, unfortunately, uh, there were lots. There were falls and trips that turned into falls because of um, things in the home Mm -hmm. that uh, sometimes weren't changed. I remember going in uh, particular, she was either 99 or 100, and it's very difficult to tell someone that age to get rid of (laughs) things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But she had beautiful furniture and throw rugs and, and her walker trying to go up and over that heavy pile and high pile of that, uh, carpet every time i thought i i don't know what to do um every person had tried to get her to get rid of it but um she wouldn't um and you know again 100 years old it's kind of hard to say to make her do it but um yes many times going into homes thinking this is not a safe home but even OTs and PTs don't have, uh, they can give advice and they can give you a list of things that you should do to change your home to make it safer, but they can't tell anyone what to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we saw a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, like you said, we only make modifications and changes to our lives <laughs> after something has happened. Usually, Right. Yes. Yep. And and it's unfortunate that it happens yeah. that way. How do we kind of train ourselves <laughs> to spot problem areas in our life where there'd be, you know, physical limitations mm-hmm. or something, you know, areas of the house that we move right. in a lot or yeah. 
just yeah. things to think about. How do we train ourselves to think ahead like that? Um, it's more thinking we know that it's coming. Um, and we don't want to give in to that feeling. But we all know as we get older, it doesn't mean at 20 you should start making home modifications if you're perfectly fit. Um, <laughs> because you know one day you'll need to raise up the toilet seat mm-hmm. uh, or put grab bars around it so you can get off of the toilet, things like that. I'm not saying go to extremes, but being mindful of those areas and say when you are um, using that as an example, because that is one of them, using the toilet and you're having a difficult time getting off of it without assistance, um, that's when you need to say, okay, uh, I need to get a raised toilet seat and hopefully you're living in a home that you can put a grab bar next to it to help get yourself up. Um, Thinking about independence. That's what we all want. We want to stay independent. That doesn't mean that our life is going to look exactly the same, though, as it did years before. Um, We can modify things and still stay independent and safe. And that is what we need to keep in the back of our minds. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're not safe, we're not going to stay independent. uh, And we're going to lose that. Mm -hmm. So these modifications are good (laughs) <laughs> we need to look at it that way, too. They're good for us. They're good for those around us. Um, yeah, so looking at it as something kind of in the back of your head, if you want to stay independent, even if you're living in an independent community with those around you and you do have staff that can help you, that's not why you're there. That's not what you want for the remainder of your life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, making sure we we realize those things that are happening. Not able to get up off the toilet. You're in the kitchen and you need to step up on a step stool to grab something on a shelf that's higher. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Start bringing that stuff down to where you can reach it easily. Um, again, going to the rugs, thinking about that. Even if you aren't shuffling your feet or you're not using a walker. Um, long term, opening up your space, putting things at eye level, you can reach easily, um, Mm -hmm. putting grab bars everywhere. And I know that sounds crazy, but in your bathtub, around your toilet, next to your bed, if you have a hard time getting up and out of bed. So being mindful that yes, it might come Mm -hmm. and most likely it will. Where are you feeling, uh, areas in your home in your life that you're having struggles with and that's where we need to make those modifications before it's before we have an accident basically right right great things to think about and to keep at the back of our minds right or to say top of mind yes uh, yeah true yeah what in your opinion and your experiences what percentage of people out there as we age may not have someone Mm -hmm. that they can rely on you know, this idea of independence is so yes, important. I know. You know, you, they may not live in an assisted facility. You may right. be living at home. You know, you may not have your spouse anymore. Right. You may not have your kids around you. I know. Is that a big percentage of people? It is. It's it, Obviously, as we age, it seems to grow and grow, um, which is very sad. But that's a huge, that's a great point to bring up. Um, and even in communities where... If you're by yourself, they usually have devices installed in the room. So if they haven't crossed that threshold by a certain time, it's usually from the living room into the kitchen. If you haven't crossed that between certain hours, then they'll come up and check on you mm-hmm. because something may have happened. Um, and this is a, these are communities where people are all assigned to have 
medical alert devices that they're supposed to wear at all times. So think about if you're at home by yourself, um, making sure you have your cell phone on your body at all times. Mm -hmm. Not on the countertop, not on the coffee table, not on your bedroom side table. (laughs) If you're in the living room, that's not going to help if you fall and can't get back up, right? Keeping it on your person at all times, keeping your cell phone. And if you don't like that, then you should get a medical alert uh, necklace that you can wear um, so you can just push that button. I think it's very, very important Mm -hmm. um, if we're alone. And that's uh, people at a lot of ages, (laughs) I would say, Um, because we just never know what will happen. You know, we can feel like we have the best balance and nothing will happen to me. And I've done everything. I've put the grab bars. I've opened up my space. Things are reachable. Um, I feel confident and comfortable in my space. I don't need to do that. I don't need to have my cell phone with me all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, we just don't know what will happen. So if no one's there with you, yeah. Yeah. I I think, you know, we go through most of our lives, Mm -hmm. the majority of us go through most of our lives being independent. Yes. Mm-hmm. We go through most of our lives not having to make modifications to our home, to mm-hmm. our cars, to ourselves, to get through life. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of, you know, our early years to mid years to, you know, a little bit before we, we start to get older. Right. Is it hard to make that mind shift, to change yeah. that mind shift mm-hmm. from, I've been independent for X amount of years. Yes. And now I have to think about the future and possibly changing the way I do things yes. or changing my space. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard transition to make, Very. isn't it? Oh, that's the hardest. That's why it doesn't happen most of the time until after, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the effect of why am I changing my space because I fell, because something bad happened. Um, yeah, and nobody wants to, to feel like they're losing their independence. It's like with our exercise, we don't want to ever feel like we're not able to do what we used to do. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, but... The truth of the matter is, (laughs) that's just how life goes. I mean, I'm not seeing people, nor should I, see people in their hundreds um, lifting heavy, heavy dumbbells and doing HIIT workouts where they're jumping up on boxes and doing burpees. It's Mm -hmm. not the way the body is built anymore. Um, And that's okay. That's the progression of life. Um, Even in our 60s, we have to think of 50s and 60s as we get older. Our bodies change, um, and that's natural. Yes, we can continue to exercise and eat right and do all of the things that we're supposed to do. 
It doesn't mean those changes aren't going to still occur. They just do, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, being mindful of that and knowing that. But again, all the little modifications we can make in the interim to keep us independent um, in a different way than how we were independent before is okay. <laughs> I, I, I just think we, we are also afraid of, we're also afraid of aging, um, and we wake up every day a day older, and we're fortunate for that mm-hmm. when we are able to do that. But our bodies are changing. Our minds are changing. Um, and and not not trying to sound like a Debbie Downer or anything, but we need to be ready for those things. Um, and don't let them catch us off guard when all of a sudden, yeah, we need a grab bar uh, or we need somebody's assistance to get up off the floor. And that's, again, we're trying to stay independent. We're trying to stay in good health, but we need to be mindful of reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all of these modifications are things that, again, like you said, top of mind. I like that. Um, that might need to occur. Not everybody needs every single modification that I'm naming. Um, I do think flooring is a big one because <laughs> not only as you age, but if you have guests over, you need to make sure there's no fall or trip hazards around for them. Right. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just being, t- again, top of mind that uh, things change as we grow older. Even our eyesight, maybe different medications we're taking change. Um, our balance, uh, our sleep habits change, making sure you're putting night lights around. So when you wake up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, it's not dark. You don't want to be walking through the dark. Um, they have many great things out now that are motion. So if when you're walking down the hallway to get to your restroom, it, the lights come on. So they don't stay on all night. Obviously, you need good sleep. So, so just remembering all of those wonderful mm-hmm. things that might happen in your life. And I say if we are aging to the point where we do need to make modifications and we're older, um, then we're very fortunate uh, that we're we're able to continue uh, to to go on and stay as mobile and independent as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but adding these things that are amazing what they have now <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to help us age in place is very, very important and good to to remember that it's okay to choose these different devices and things that are out there. Mm -hmm. We hear a a lot about falls, and this kind of ties in with falls Mm -hmm. prevention, but and and the fact of living for as long as we can independently. Right. As we age, a a fall, you know, at 20 years old is different than a fall, obviously, exactly. at 60 or 70, right? Yes. Can oh. can a certain, uh-huh. you know, can one fall or two really affect, yeah. you know, in a, in a lack of yeah. a better term, shave off years of your life if you're oh. not careful? Yes. At, at an <laughs> I've seen older it age. too many times. That one fall where you break the hip and that person is never the same or they never go back to their house again. Mm-hmm. I've seen that so, so many times. Like um, the effects of that. The effects right? of that, yeah. Um, your body changes, yes. It's easier to break bones, obviously, as we, we're more frail as we get older. Um, but, uh, bones are more brittle. Um, we don't sometimes... Uh, not everybody, but we don't have as much padding as they say a lot of times. So you you can break things much easier. But to recoup from that, 
takes so much longer mm-hmm. that um, and the hip was always the big one because once you broke a hip, it it really I I will say at least a handful of times the person never came back. I mean, when I would see them too, mentally they had changed as well. Um, Alzheimer's, dementia, wherever they were at, and even if we didn't know it before, progressed quickly. Um, it's very scary, but that's why we want to prevent these things as long as possible and as much as possible. Um, not to say you're going to fall and break a hip and it's going to be the end of things, but why would we even risk it? Um, because it happens a lot. I'm sure if I pulled up a statistic, it would be staggering and we'd be in shock. But um, the fact that I saw it so many times um, and just the change of people, even just from breaking breaking wrists and things like that, from trying to stop when they were falling down and they put their hand out and it broke their wrist. Right. Um, it took them a long time to come back from that. So... Um, yeah, trying to prevent, like you said, it's not necessarily just about falls, but falls is a big, big one because mm-hmm. that seems to be, once that happens, a lot of times that's when family, friends, and even communities say, are you safe to live alone? Um, mm-hmm. Because this is happening. And yeah, <laughs> that's right, what right. we're trying to prevent. <laughs> right. What kind of, mm-hmm. let's now shift gears from more the physical, but more like the mental mm-hmm. wellness side. <laughs> What kind of modifications, life modifications, can we make to make sure that we mm. mentally are well as we get into our mm. older years? Right. You know, that we may not be doing when exactly. we were younger. Yeah. I think opening up and talking about it is so important. And that's why hopefully people will listen to this and that will make them... It, it's a reminder. I think we all know as we age, but a reminder that you're not the only one who might need to install those grab bars or those night lights down your hallway. Um, talking to your friends and your community and those around you, however you are living, um, and you get out and speak with people, um, talking with them, that mental state of knowing I'm not alone in this, in these feelings of I don't want to put up grab bars. Um, I don't want to park in the handicapped spot because I have a walker now. Um, I don't want to feel needy. I don't want to ask for help. Uh, You're not the only one who feels that way at 20 or at 90. (laughs) We still want to feel like we don't need help from those around us. We can do it ourselves, right? Um, So, yeah, I think mentally and emotionally, it's just so important to, to stay open to discussing these things with not only your your family because they're going to have a different take on it most of the time but your friends and those who are your age and going through these similar situations um because again knowing that we're not alone in these feelings i think is usually the number one thing that is is really helpful for us to say you know they did it and their house looks great Mm. um and I think I think I should do that too. Um, I know it's time, but mentally now I'm ready for it because I've discussed it with others and um, no one's telling me to do it. I'm going to do it for myself, for those around me who like to come to my home or my space, mm-hmm. um, things like that. But yeah, I think staying social and open about it um, 
and talking is really, really important for the mental part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that can be challenging too if you're not used to that. Not oh, yes. That. Well, yeah. I saw many, many, especially, and I'm not calling out, but um, men that were really, really hard headed mm-hmm. to discuss and make changes because they really didn't want to lose their independence um, and feel like they were asking for help and using things for help. Well, I used to be able to, and the things I used to do, that's wonderful. I love to hear what people used to be able to do because that's what shaped them to who they are now. But it doesn't make you a weaker, lesser person um, to stay safe. And, right. and that's safety for you, that's safety for those around you. It's staying safe for your loved ones. Um, yeah, your community, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about some things that we can modify and, and adopt, uh, say, you know, nutritionally or mm. for, again, to tie that to longevity? It's right. all about that long True. life. What's, you know, <laughs> what about nutritionally? Can we maybe keep in mind? Yeah. Not saying you have to change completely the way you eat. Right. But what kind of modification <laughs> can we make in that area? I will say, and this will probably sound strange to some people, depending on your age and, and everybody is different, but the more people that I saw in communities as they aged would eat less and less. Um, and that is a very scary thing, especially if they want to continue to stay physically active um, and keep their brain sharp. So remembering that you need to eat uh to add fuel to your body. Protein is just so important. Um, as we age, we just don't eat as much protein either. I know it's harder to chew certain meats and things, but you can get protein in many different sources. Um, but to keep your your muscles strong, um, you need to have protein sources in your diet. Mm-hmm. To keep your brain sharp, protein is so important. Um, eating good carbohydrates uh, and, of course, your fruits and veggies that we all know. Um, Water. Drink water. (laughs) I know Mm -hmm. coffee and tea are everybody's favorite (laughs) as they age and wine, but water is important to drink too. (laughs) Um, So staying hydrated is super, super important also because you're not going to feel as lethargic. Your brain is going to be sharper. Um, You'll sleep better, etc. So, yeah, making sure you're maintaining a good diet, but still having fun with it. Um, yeah, have dessert. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I know, especially in the dining hall, dessert was lunch and dinner, every meal. So but that was after eating a good meal, right? You deserve that dessert now because you ate your meal. So <laughs> just like when we were kids, you don't get dessert until you finish your meal. Well, we'll try and keep that um, motto in your head as you're eating. Now I can have my piece of cake or my uh, cookie because I ate my dinner, my lunch even. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just make sure we're still still eating a well-balanced diet and still eating enough to keep us going. Again, what I started with, I don't, a lot of people as we age, appetite changes um, because we're not as hungry. Foods don't taste the same. Medications change the way we want to eat, etc making sure we're eating. Um, And then when we do eat that, they're coming from good sources and eating actual foods as much as possible, not just drinking those pre-made shakes that I know so many people have 
become accustomed to because they do have protein in them and they do have vitamins and that's great, but we need to chew food. Um, it's important, <laughs> not just for our health uh, physically, but it's a mental and emotional sense that we have. The actual chewing of food is really important if you're still able to do it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, keeping keeping that well-maintained diet is important as we age for your body and your brain. Let's mm-hmm. not forget the brain too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, you know, obviously this, this we could go on and on and talk about this. Yes. so many <laughs> things that we can look at at our lives as we get older and say, well, maybe we can tweak a couple mm-hmm. of things. It's, again, it's all about that longevity, right? Yes. It's all about living for as long as possible. In the best way In a way happy we way, can. happy, yes. well, well way. It doesn't always have to be independent. So when I throw that in, it doesn't mean, but not relying on someone to do everything for you. That's, I, I don't think the best quality of life. And I will ask, I've heard from people who have to be, you know, put on a toilet and taken off of it and put into the shower and bathed and taken out of the shower and rolled over in bed. They, they weren't living their best years mm-hmm. now. Um, and that's sad to say. It makes me want to cry because that's just where they're at. Not always because they didn't take care of themselves. So going kind of down a different route. But so we can feel like we're living that long life in our best ways. Right. And that's what we want at the end of the day. We just hope that if we end up living to whatever year you think is the best year to live to, that we're doing it in a quality of life way that we feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of the goal is to to be happy, healthy for as long as possible. Exactly. Um, Independent. If possible, if possible, yes. You know, it may not may not be for may not happen for everybody, but right. You don't have to be independent, and you can still be happy. Yes, and, uh, and living, modify living and, a healthy yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, hopefully, a lot of the tips in this episode is, is going to help you out there. We really enjoy sharing this information with you, mm-hmm. but we also love hearing from you about it as well. Yes. So you know, hit us up on Facebook, send us an email, let us know what challenges you're facing, what you're doing and educate us on what works for you. Cause that mm-hmm. really, really helps us out. Yes. So until next time, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.